Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Good morning, Kathy. Um, Good morning. How are, how are you doing uh, today? Uh, we're uh, this is Monday, I believe the uh, third week of January, fourth week of January, twenty fourth. So we're uh, continuing our series on overcoming uh, fear, worry, and anxiety. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of that going around with lots of people right now. Oh so man, this uh, is a timely series for sure. Yeah, it's funny. We've had we just had. Uh, our, our calls with our leaders, uh, we have that once a month. Um, and uh, interesting that um, I think almost everybody, uh, either their family, they, or somebody they know has had COVID. Yes, uh, yeah. This new uh, variant. In the Northeast, it's crazy around here for sure. Yeah, uh, and I know your daughter has it right uh, or has well, it you know we think so we're assuming that's what it is but because of the backlog in the healthcare system we've done two at-home tests which were negative but all the symptoms are consistent and so we finally have a doctor's appointment for her this afternoon um to go get a test and see if it's that or if it's strep but we're sure yeah. it's going to come back because our son already had it just yeah. you know a little while ago yeah. but it's it's interesting to me how clogged up the healthcare system is that she is now day three with the fever and cannot get it and is just now able to get in for an appointment yeah yeah here in colorado uh uh we we have around the uh, cities um i guess you would call it uh emergency care or uh, critical care uh, places. Oh, urgent care type urgent, things. We urgent, have those. You can't care. get into them. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I've called and checked, and they are absolutely, if you are not the first caller at the beginning of the day, then you are not in there. Uh, it is now so and i'm reminding everybody here this we're taping this a couple of weeks early and so i think we are in the the peak right here in new england so that's part of what's going on but anna's school class she found out her teacher sent out something one of her classes is down to 50 percent attendance wow yeah yeah so our uh, <laughs> uh in colorado basically you just you can drive there and just show up and they'll take you um uh, you may have to wait a, they may uh what they do is they have you wait in your car. They said, we'll come out and do the nasal thing and right. uh, you know, do the test and tell you what, and then we'll get back to you. And uh, so uh, they're, not, they're not overwhelmed to the point where they can't do it. Uh, it's just a matter of, of how many people show up right. uh, you know, to do it, get the test and uh, you know, get the uh, results. And, uh, but um, Again, this coronavirus, uh, it's mutated, uh, what they call the Omicron, maybe, uh, maybe others, uh, and it's, it's contagious. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, people are getting it. Uh, 
But uh, the uh, the people that you know that we've talked to with our leaders, particularly, is that they felt it was actually a good thing because they now are having antibodies to it. Um, right. And uh, and by and large, it it's mild. It's mild compared yeah. to every, the other variants, and and this is this is not a bad thing necessarily to get this amount of people exposed and getting. Um, getting immunity to it. Right, you know? right. Could be what they call herd immunity. And uh, uh, even people that have been vaccinated are getting it. So, um, right. but the, it's creating the antibodies to it. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it, how it plays out. And uh, as we're looking at, you know, anxiety and fear, um, you know, people are wondering about what's going to happen, uh, what's going to happen with their businesses. Can they go back to work? Um, socially, how the restaurant's going to handle it, you know, et cetera. Right. So it's lots, lots of interesting things. Um, yeah. uh, we are seeing, I don't know if you guys are or not, because of the spike in our area, you know, it's not uncommon to show up at, you know, we sh I showed up at Walgreens the other day to pick up something and they didn't have staffing, so they were closed. Really? Wow. Yeah. So that sort of thing and going to a restaurant and up, oh, we're closed till we have staffing back, you know, that yeah. sort of thing is yeah. going on right now. Yep. Yeah, so it's uh, interesting. And then um, as we're, you know, looking at things in the world of the chaos of the world that, uh, you know, the vaccine mandate has been heard by the Supreme Court um, mm -hmm. and we're still waiting for a, a uh, ruling on that. So that should have be- Have they said when they think that decision will come down? They are uh, suggesting that it'll be uh, momentarily. So, you know, we're, we're airing here on the 24th. Uh, we're taping ahead of time. So it's likely that even by the time you, you hear this uh, broadcast that uh, they've ruled. Uh, oh, good. So okay. uh, it'll be... It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, watching to see, you know, what they say about that. The, uh, the Fed, you know, has come out and, and said that they are going to try to raise interest rates, which will be interesting. Uh, uh, impact that that might have. So we'll see how that mm -hmm. plays out. Uh, and, inf and inflation is at a high level of seven to eight percent. So uh, that's a big deal. Uh, right. So the in in impact of that economically. So uh, lots and lots of things going on uh, in the world. And, um, and then individually, people have are having difficulty of things that are happening uh, in their life that are causing them uh, wonder what's going to happen with that. And again, they they tend to take the uh, scenario that they have, which are with the circumstances of, well, this could this could play out badly, um, and so that goes to fear, worry, and anxiety in terms of the outcome of that. Because I tend right. to, you know, people tend to take the the worst outcome. Well, that could be bad. Right. And um, are we going to be impacted by that? And we're not we're not exempt. Remember from trouble. It's just right. that God says, well, I'll resolve it for you. Uh, mm -hmm. let, me, let me bring restoration. So uh, we are uh, praying about that. And we've, uh, we've talked about the, the ask, seek, and knock, and the going to the throne room, uh, trusting God that uh, don't, he said, don't tempt me uh, by demanding that uh, I do what you want me to do, but rather would you follow me into my restoration uh, and trust me, uh, and don't question. You know, am I here for you? Yes, I am, and I'm going to bring restoration. You can you can trust it, uh, and go to shalom, go to peace, uh, and let me you know let me guide you. So, uh, we've been uh, processing that, uh, and uh, we've come to this place uh, in scripture uh, where we're looking at these uh, uh, 
results of this. So go to Deuteronomy uh, 4, uh, 39 to 40. Deuteronomy 4, 39 to 40. Know therefore today and lay it to your heart that the Lord is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. There is no other. Therefore you shall keep his statutes and his commandments, which I command you today, that it may go well with you and with your children after you, that you may prolong your days in the land that the Lord your God is giving you for all time. Yep. Uh, so uh, uh, he said the key uh, is to follow, <laughs> is uh, hear, listen to my instruction. Uh, if you do, he says it'll go well for you. Right. Uh, in other words, I'll resolve this issue because I'm going to give you uh, the promised land or the land of promises or the promises that I have for you, and I will deliver that to you, and I just need you to follow me into that. Uh, if you do, he says, I guarantee it'll go well for you. Uh, okay, right. so as we think about that, uh, uh, first of all, again, what what our attitude toward things that are causing us fear, worry, and anxiety, what is it that our, what's our thought about that? Why do we tend to go to weary, uh, worry and fear? Because we feel like we have to carry it. We have to solve it. It's on us. And I think that when we are feeling the sense of control as well, well as the full weight of the responsibility that's the yoke we weren't meant to bear yeah uh, and what we think is it's not going to go well for us mm -hmm. uh, based upon what i can see what i can experience uh, this could be a problem and right. um, i don't see it going well for me um, which is why we go to fear and anxiety uh, and god says well if you listen and hear and follow what I am going to give you. Um, I'm going to tell you, I will give you a promise uh, of my restoration, of my resolution. And by the way, you can be assured it'll go well. Right. Uh, and the word is it'll, you'll receive favor. You'll receive the answer. You'll receive something that'll actually turn out to be very good because I can, I can deliver that. Um, so uh, he's saying, uh, trust me. Uh, and listen and follow. Uh, and again, our role uh, to help each other uh, is to make that declaration, uh, is that, no, God, God can resolve it. Uh, right. the, the keys will be, well, let's go hear what God would speak about it. Uh, what is he going to do uh, to deliver a promise to us about this? And then what does he want us to be uh, following in terms of his instruction for us you know, to go. So he's, you right. know, go ahead. And I know we, we've talked about this before, but I just feel like I should bring it up again for anybody who's, who's just joining in on this discussion. Um, one of the best things we can do for other people around us in the midst when, when you see anxiety and fear coming up is simply bringing them back to the father's feet Yeah, is bringing them back to, you know, let's go and see what God has to say. Because what I find, and I know you hear it all the time too, what I find so often that it is so frustrating because we know, we know what God can do, um, is that when people begin to spiral in fear, worry, and anxiety, they literally are spiraling and, and the response I'll often and get is oh, I'm too busy I have to handle all these things before I can go spend time with him I can't slow down enough to even go ask him this and I'm like you know that we've got to get that out of the way and and realize the hurdle from the enemy that that is because it, you're not going to get anywhere until you take it to him right 
you know, that will just continue to spiral. And so step one has got to be being willing to put it aside and go ask him what he has to say so that you can listen and step in and follow. Right. But it's got to be a priority because the other just doesn't work. Right, right. Uh, because the way that if we do it on our own, well, we're going to go and try to figure this out on our own. And by the way, he says, <laughs> he says, uh, it's not going to go well for you. Uh, right. Because you're trying to figure this on your own as opposed to let me let me show you the way. Uh, and remember, he's talking to the Israelites that uh, whose parents have basically said, you know, we weren't willing to go, and it didn't work out for them uh, because they all died outside of God's will and they never got to the promised land. Uh, and God's saying, well, how, right. about, how about you? Are you willing to uh, receive what I have to say and then walk with me into it? So, uh, you know, he's talking to Joshua and Caleb and, into the new uh, generation. Uh, and of course, they wind up saying, yes, we're willing to go. And God says, I'll, I will deliver to you this promised land. Um, it'll be beautiful for you. Uh, by the way, you're going to have to walk with me step by step by step, which uh, as, they, as they learn, uh, they have to go city by city by city. And the you know, first city they wind up going to is Jericho. Uh, and I'm going to deliver Jericho. Uh, trust me. Uh, here's what I want you to do is to march around the city seven times and blow the trumpet uh, and you'll see the walls fall in and then you can capture capture them and you'll you'll get the victory uh, and so that's what he's trying to set up is it's gonna go well for you if you follow what I have to speak uh, and and our role is to assist in that process of God will restore uh, God has an answer God has a, a, a promise, and then he'll have instruction, and then let's all go hear that together uh, to confirm it uh, so that you can it'll go well for you, um, and, right. and we can trust it. Uh, he makes a, another uh, statement about this in Deuteronomy 5, uh, 32 to 33. Go ahead and read that, uh, Deuteronomy 5, 32 to 33. So be careful, therefore, to do as the Lord your God has commanded you, you shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the way that the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land that you shall possess. Yep. Uh, again, I mean, he's, he's reiterating, it'll go well for you, but the key uh, is he says what? Uh, make sure that you do what? That you follow his instructions, you know, to listen to his commands, then obey them, and and to follow his specific instruction. Yeah, um, and don't uh, don't turn away mm -hmm. uh, uh, to the right or to the left, but rather uh, be exact, be precise. Right. Uh, right. And even when I think about that, I think about the turn away. Yes, the the precise, exactly what he says. But I picture when I'm walking my dogs, honestly, and Duke can be with me, step 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 and step and then a squirrel or a turkey goes by yesterday there was a field of turkeys and all of a sudden he shot off to the right you know and he's off doing his own thing because i walk without a leash usually but um that sort of thing that they're distractions and it's not even just the precision sometimes our intention is to stay precise duke's intention to walk with me is to stay right there with me yeah but then there's something that distracts us that pulls us off the path and so we also need to be on guard against that yeah yeah, it's a great uh, illustration. <laughs> so uh, when he gets distracted, you know, what does he wind up doing? 
Oh, he chases the turkeys. Yeah. He uses up all his energy chasing the turkeys, and then yeah. he's out of energy for the walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that a good idea? Uh, hey, I, I want to pursue that on my own because uh, I think um, uh, it's something interesting to me. So, uh, you know, that's a great illustration. Is uh, the enemy is trying to distract us, right, uh, and get us focused on something different? Hey, something new comes up. Uh, why don't you go chase that? Mm -hmm. uh, because isn't that a good idea? Uh, and God right. says, well, wait a second. You know, what have I told you about this? Is, mm -hmm. is uh, don't get distracted. Uh, don't, don't think of this new idea as a better idea, but rather uh, follow me. I've already given you the instruction. And our role is to keep, you know, focusing on, well, what have we heard? Uh, what has God said about that? Uh, what does he want us to understand about that? Uh, so that... Um, you know, we've got a couple uh, that uh, has been going through some health issues, and uh, it bothers them. Uh, I, I can't seem to get over this. Uh, and understandably so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so um, uh, it enhanced with, uh, I tend to go to, you know, the people tend to go to worry and fear and anxiety is, uh, well, I've been praying, but um, I'm still in this problem. Um, and okay, well then, let's let us go uh, we help them and come alongside and say well god wants to restore this and it seems to be spiritual so uh, let's listen to what god would have to say and uh, in in this particular case uh, there was a uh, instruction about um, i want you to look at what you're eating uh, that there's something not right there so i want you to look at that and i'll, I'll guide you with that and then two is that there's a level of stress that you've allowed into your life and you're worried about things in your family, things in your uh, life that um, you haven't let me speak to. Uh, so let me go process that. Uh, and so the faithfulness is, okay, well, that's what you've told me. I'm gonna go do that as opposed to, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm gonna keep eating the way I'm eating because I want to. Well, no, God says, you know. Uh, I'm gonna I bring told it. you where healing is. <laughs> I tell, I'm telling you where healing is. Are you willing mm -hmm. willing to go? And we as a body are to help come alongside and say, well, what exactly is God speaking? He spoke these two mm -hmm. things. Let me help you process these two things right. uh, so you get to clarity about it. Uh, and God's the answer because God says, I have the answer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna restore this, but you're gonna have to follow you know, what I'm asking you to do uh, step by step by step, uh, be faithful, because if you do, it'll be it'll go well for you. I mean, so the the question that we would ask to each other is, well, why would you not do that? Right. Uh, right. Because God has the answer, uh, and He's given you instruction, and now be faithful to receive and live out that instruction. So, uh, our role is: what are you hearing? What is God speaking? What is His uh, instruction for us? Uh, and now let's let's walk into that directly uh, together as we do that. So um, uh, he said, if you do, it'll it'll go well for you. Um, and then as he continues that, um, he starts to give us instruction about this aspect of, I need you to possess uh, the land that I'm giving you. You need to occupy the land that I'm giving you. So we'll talk. Let's talk about that. So go to Deuteronomy six, uh, one through nine. Deuteronomy 6, 1-9. Now this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. 
that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God, you and your son and your son's son, by keeping all his statutes and commandments, which I command you all the days of your life, and that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you, in a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Okay. Um. So, um, you know, he makes this uh, statement of, uh, uh, I want you to possess the very land I'm giving you, the very promises I'm giving you. Um, okay, so uh, as God is speaking, he's saying, I will deliver this to you, and here's my promise to you, okay. and then here's my, here's my instruction. Uh, so when you think of the word possession, what, what does that remind you of? What does that uh, come to mind when it says possess the very thing that I'm speaking to you? I think of things that you own, that belong to you, that you, you treasure, you care for, you use. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's saying occupy, uh, take ownership of, uh, live there, uh, and possess uh, the very thing, receive fully you know what I'm speaking to you so that um, as God is saying well I'm gonna heal this or I'm going to restore this or I'm gonna fix this business issue uh, or I'm gonna take care of this thing that you're worried about um, what are you hearing about that uh, and based upon that promise then we would say okay let me go and possess that let me go and you know own, what's and funny own that. As you say that, I'm struck by the difference between possessing something and borrowing it from a neighbor. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, what, is, what does that <laughs> and mean I think to that's you? A, well, just picturing, you know, when you possess it, you recognize that you have access to it 24-7. Yeah. And, and that it is yours to use fully and, and as you're directed to use and as it's intended to use. When you go borrow something from a neighbor, you know, you, you get to grab it for a moment. You you may or may not need to repay it so that there could be debt involved in it, you know, all kinds of different things, but that's not what he's saying here. No. This is something that he is giving and it is ours to possess. And yeah. as he gives his promises, he's not saying, here, you can have this, now pay me back. I want it back in a few minutes, or you can have it for an hour and then I need you to bring it back to me. Yeah. That's not what his promises are. No. Yeah. So as he's um, and he's, you know, gonna, uh, we we talked about Jericho uh, when he said go possess Jericho. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, you say God, you're gonna give us Jericho. Yes. Uh, I want you to get ready to possess it, to go live right. there, to go occupy it. Uh, okay. What what is it that you want us? There's an enemy there. And they're living there right now. So how am I going to possess that? Uh, he said, well, uh, because we're going to defeat them. Um, and the way I'm going to defeat them is um, I'm going to have you, in faith, march around the city seven days. Uh, and then on the seventh day, blow the trumpet. And the walls will fall in. And then you go in and uh, you occupy them uh, and take them over. And so, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, 
it's a step into the possession. So it wasn't like, okay, God, go ahead and take care of it. Uh, you know, defeat Jericho, let us know, and then uh, we'll take we'll take it when we receive it. He said, no, you're going to have to possess it. Uh, you go and step into that. Uh, you follow, you know, what I have to say by saying, yes, I received that. Now I'm going to go live there uh, and possess that that city based upon what you've just uh, said, so that. Uh, the instructions that he's given you about healing or restoration or overcoming the financial problem you've got or the the uh, physical issue you've got let me guide you into that and I need you to possess it uh, and then by the way while you possess it what do you do uh, well you you process that with your with your family uh, process that with your friends uh, write it on the doorsteps uh, you know, uh, talk about it on the way. Uh, right. Make sure that you're you keep uh, it in front of you. Keep it in front you of you. Keep it in front of you. Yeah. Uh, that uh, my instruction is to have you possess the very thing that I'm asking you to to live out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Go to uh, uh, Deuteronomy uh, 10, uh, 11 through 14. Uh, Deuteronomy 10, 11 through 14. Uh, and, he, and he gives us another instruction about that. Go ahead and, and uh, uh, read that for us. And the Lord said to me, Arise, go on your journey at the head of the people, so that they may go in and possess the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep his commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you today for your good. Behold, to the Lord your God belong heaven and the heavens, heaven of heavens, the earth with all that is in it. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, he says that um, as you possess this, uh, he said there's a requirement to this. Um, and he lists down what what what, the, what those requirements are. What what does he list as his requirements? To fear the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, to love Him, and to serve Him wholeheartedly, as well as keeping all of the commandments and statutes that He's given us. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, he starts out with saying the uh, you need to fear me. Okay. Not be afraid of me, uh, but be in awe. Mm-hmm. Uh, by by doing what when it when it says fear the Lord what is that what does that imply? It's really giving proper reverence to and understanding. You know, it, I've heard it said before, and I like this to be so in awe or reverent to the one who is speaking that you do not want to disappoint them. You want to step along with them. Yeah, yeah, because you uh, again you start out and say I believe mm-hmm. uh, that what he has to say is true. Right. Uh, now, um, he's going through a sequence here. So he's, he's not saying that you just um, uh, accept without process. He just says that you, you fear me by, by having a heart to hear what I have to say and, and with a heart to believe what I have to say. Uh, why? Well, because I'm God. Right. Uh, and I'm going to restore this, and I'm going to deliver you uh, into the possession of this resolution that I have for you. So uh, he said, start out with, uh, as opposed to, 
saying, well, I wonder if. He says, no, you can trust me. Uh, fear me, it's going to happen. So you start there. Right. Uh, okay, well then, then I want to hear what you have to say. Um, and then he says, uh, as you do that, uh, then uh, love me. Uh, have a heart for Actually, me. Actually, it says to walk, to walk in his ways before to, it even says to love me. So yeah, to fear, then walk. To, yeah. to, to walk with me uh, by what? Letting me speak to you, letting me yeah. show you the instruction, let me uh, give you the promise. Uh, and you say, I, I fear you. So because I fear you, I will walk with you. Right. Uh, right. And let you give me the answer. Let me give you the truth of that. Mm -hmm. um, and then he says, uh, you love me. Mm -hmm. uh, and have a, keep having an affection for me and believe me. And then he says, serve me. Uh, and again, when you think of the word serve me, what does that imply? Uh, action a lot of times. Yeah, that um, um, I'm going to ask you to surrender your will to me mm -hmm. uh, and follow what I have to speak to you by uh, being obedient. Because then he says, right. he ends that and says, um, keep my commandments uh, keep right. keep what I instruct you for so he's he's saying that as you possess it, it involves uh, really a heart um, do you believe me are you willing to walk with me uh, do you have an affection for me and, and a trust in me and then when I speak are you going to be obedient to what I say and again um, why would you be obedient to what God says because you trust him that it all comes back to trusting and knowing that what he has you know it says right here is for your good yeah so that is best and none better yeah that's it because see I um, I say yes that I am gonna receive what you are offering me as a resolution to my problem uh, even if it doesn't look like what I wanted it to look like right uh, <laughs> or uh, I don't really under fully understand why would you <laughs> ask me to do this <laughs> Uh, well, because this is my way. Uh, my ways right. are not your ways, and my answer is not your answer. So uh, it's all about heart, um, is do you have a heart to go? Because if you do, uh, see, you're, you're, you're not worried. Uh, why? Why would I not be worried? Because you know that if you have a heart to go, he's going to speak and lead you. Yeah, and, I'm, and he's going to resolve it. Uh, and yeah. so uh, he says... Uh, possess it by fearing me, walking with me, loving me, uh, serving me, uh, and then being obedient to what I have to say to you. So it's all about your heart. Uh, are you going to let me deliver the answer, uh, which which I will? Uh, you know, trust me. Uh, and so he, he gives you the, gives this uh, beautiful uh, statement of this. Uh, I think for um, a lot of people that I have counseled with, and I know um, you've had some of the same experience in this, that trust factor is, is one of the biggest hurdles. And um, so if there is a listener today that is struggling with that, one of the things I encourage people to do when they're really struggling with trust is sometimes we go to the Bible and, and we do look for like a very specific, we're going simply to hear an answer. And, and I know that, you know, there are times when, when that is necessary too, but at the same time, one of the most beautiful things if you are struggling with trust is to go through and really just go through the New Testament, through the Gospels even, and instead of looking for an answer, look for Jesus. 
pay attention to his character and look for who he is and how he loves and how he leads and speaks and let his character seep into you. And as you begin to look for his character in the midst of that, that trust automatically just grows in you because you see who he is. Right. Yeah, and um, and uh, when you see who he is, who do you who do you begin to re- recognize he is? Oh, the God of the universe, and that he is one hundred percent capable. One, he loves us. He adores us. He wants to speak with us. He wants to bring restoration, and and he died for us. His redemption is there, just waiting for us to turn around and grab it. You yeah. know, just waiting for us. Yeah. and that is who he is. He yeah. is a good God. Yeah, and then we we begin to receive the truth of you know Romans eight twenty eight. All things work together for good for those who called yeah. according to his purpose. Uh, Romans eight thirty one thirty two. If God is for you, who right. can be who can be against you? Uh, right. That. Uh, you know, I will deliver the covenant to you. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Uh, that I will, re- I will restore this. So that uh, uh, actually, I was talking about this with a with a group uh, that I disciple on uh, Wednesday mornings, uh, an executive group, and we were talking about the Holy Spirit. Uh, that uh, uh, in John 14, it says that uh, he says, "I'm going to, I'm going to give you the Helper." to reside with you uh, right. and to guide you and lead you into all truth and to bring to remembrance everything that I'm teaching you. Um, and, and, we, and we went into this discussion of, well, what are some of the things that, that we kind of know that he's trying to teach us? Uh, right. and, and so we went into Romans at chapter eight actually and, and said, well, remember, if you set your mind on the flesh, he says, what happens? You 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 put to death the power you've got with the Holy Spirit. Right. You're at enmity against God, and you cannot please mm-hmm. God. Uh, he said, so uh, there's a, but there's a remedy for that, uh, and he said it's repentance. And upon repentance, he says, welcome back. Uh, Romans eight uh, one and two. Therefore, now there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Welcome back, for the Spirit has set you free from the from the law of sin and death. Um, and then in Romans uh, eight twelve to seventeen is uh, you're not obligated to live the life of the flesh, but rather to live the life of the Spirit by being led by the Holy Spirit, who's going to give you the the Spirit of adoption by which you cry out, Abba, Father, and He'll confirm with you that you're a child of God. Um, and then all things work together for good. And that if, if he is for you, who can be against you? Why? I'm gonna I'm gonna guide you into answers. Uh, and don't go to the flesh, uh, right. as he shows you that. And by the way, if if you drift there, he said there's a remedy. Just repent. Come on back. Uh, let me pick it up and let me give you the answer. Uh, so that uh, as we learn that. Uh, and we start to to live that out. We wouldn't go to fear or anxiety. He said, "You don't have the spirit again of, of fear, but rather the spirit of adoption, by which you cry out, Abba, Father, Dad, you're going to take care of this. I can trust. Right. I can trust you in this. Why? Well, you're for me, and you can you make all things work together for good. Uh, so uh, it's it's a matter of of that heart for God that. I, I learn, instead of going to the flesh, which is fear, worry, and anxiety, 
I'm right. gonna I'm gonna go to fear of God, which is awe. Oh no, you're gonna resolve this, um, and you'll I'll I'll uh, uh, believe it. Uh, I will walk with you. I will have an affection for you. I will serve you by following you, and I'm going to keep what you what you tell me. Why? Well, because I'm going to give you the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. You know, so it's a it's a beautiful uh, understanding of how it works, and and we can we go in and possess what he has to say. Um, okay, go to Deuteronomy uh, 11, uh, 8, 8 to fifteen. Deuteronomy eleven eight to fifteen. You shall therefore keep the whole commandment that I command you today, that you may be strong and go in and take possession of the land that you are going over to possess, and that you may live long in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give to them and to their offspring, a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land that you are entering to take possession of is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you sowed your seed and irrigated it like a garden of vegetables. But the land that you are going over to possess is a land of hills and valleys, which drinks waters by the rain of heaven, a land that the Lord your God cares for. The eyes of the Lord your God are always upon it, from beginning of the year to the end of the year. And if you will indeed obey my commandments that I command you today, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, he will give you the rain for your land in its season the early rain and the later rain, that you may gather in your grain and your wine and your oil. He will give you grass in your fields for your livestock, and you shall eat and be full. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's <laughs> amazing. I love that passage. Um, so he says, you know, possess it. Uh, and he said it's not like where you've been, the land, the land that you've been. Uh, and how does he describe that? It's not like that land where we're right. what? Well, where you're working and accomplishing everything, you're going, you're planting seeds, you're watering it, you're doing things. He says in verse 11 that this is a land that drinks water from heaven. Yeah. That he is the one supernaturally, honestly, coming in and doing these things. What we're going to be experiencing is not something we could produce ourselves. No. Um, so it's not fleeting. Uh, he says, you know, you've been uh, 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 worried. And by the way, he's talking about Egypt. Uh, you were back in Egypt, uh, slaves, mm -hmm. uh, working hard to try to uh, eke out a living. Uh, right. You were taking care of things yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, it's not like that where you're struggling with worry, fear, and anxiety because you're trying to make it work. He says, the land that I'm going to have you possess is a land that I watch over that I care for, that I, I spend the entire time uh, delivering it to you and you're gonna have bounty, uh, you're gonna have beauty, uh, you're gonna have wonder, uh, you're gonna have excitement uh, because I'm taking care of it. You, and he said you, while I'm taking care of it, just have to do what? Just stay with me. Just do possess, I, just possess it. Do what it. I ask you to say. Just yeah. live there. Uh, and, and be recipients of it. Um, and uh, let me deliver to you what I'm going to do as a work supernaturally. And it won't be fleeting. See, it won't be, it won't be a little bit. It'll be, well, how about all the time? Uh, you'll have this beautiful place. So the promised land was to be a place of all the time, 
receiving all of God's best. Now again, he, he said, in the world, because you're in, you're in a wicked world, you're going to have what? Trouble. Trouble. So it doesn't. I'm not. I'm not taking you out of that place where there's absolutely no trouble. It's just that the land, the promised place that I have for you, is going to continually to resolve these issues, so that trouble is overcome, and you're living in the beautiful place when all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Uh, and and trust me and let me let me guide you and let me lead you there uh, let me give it to you and i'll do the work and you have to just own it right possess it live there believe there stay there uh and, and let me fulfill it so that this this issue you got yeah i know you got it uh let me resolve it let me give you a promised land and by the way my my path is going to continue to give you that promised land. They give you that life of the covenant. So it's not a one-off. Right. It's not a yeah, I'll resolve it, but you're going to have wind up having trouble some more, and never get that resolved. And say, guess what? If you walk with me in my place, yeah, you'll have trouble, but guess what? We'll keep overcoming it, right. um, and I'll show you what that looks like. Uh, so it's it's a you know it's really a beautiful uh, statement. Of what possession looks like is uh, the difference is don't you figure it out let me figure it out right uh, and let me give you an answer for that uh, let me give you a uh, a resolution to that so uh, you know as uh, I think we shared with this Linda and I had this list of 18 things uh, that were issues in our life uh, and we went to God and said what do you have to say about these and he said well let me resolve them all because I want you to possess my place of promise, uh, and he did, and he's doing it. So he resolved many, there's several that are still in process, but we see them being resolved, and guess right. what? We got new ones. New ones are popping up, right? Uh, but stay in the promised land, mm -hmm. and trust me, don't go to worry, fear, and anxiety. Why don't you come to me and say, okay, I got a new one. Okay, great, let me speak to that. Um, I'll take care of it. I'm watching over this. I, I will make sure it's it's, it's fulfilled, uh, and I will deliver it to you. So uh, we can we can really trust that, uh, and it's a beautiful thing of let the land be God's land, and we just have to possess it as opposed to trying to figure it out on our own and occupy right. it and 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 do our own work, which He said you don't need to do. So uh, it's it's a beautiful thing. Uh, well, we'll. We'll continue this uh, issue of possession uh, tomorrow, but uh, uh, keep thinking of what is God saying? You know, Do I have a heart to uh, fear him, to walk with him, to love him, to serve him, uh, and then to uh, be obedient to what he's telling me because his land, his promises are best and none better, and uh, right. it'd be way better living there. So. <laughs> Absolutely. I love today to me as a very encouraging message that I'm sure there's someone out there who just needed to hear that to tend their heart. So yep. take hold of that message and even maybe go back and dwell on some of the scriptures, spend some time abiding on some of the scriptures that Rich shared today, because I think there's some truth in there um, that is just beautiful. Spend some time in that. Yep. And thanks for joining us as always. We look forward to continuing this discussion tomorrow. Thanks, Rich. Yep. And we'll look forward and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. 
Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.